He tried to teach him things, loved pushing him in the swing, and when Mark was older, they played in the sandbox and the dirt. Matt often helped his daddy with projects and worked at keeping his little brother safe, showing even then that he was going to be a protector of those in need. Matthew always had us laughing. He loved the sandbox, dirt, his cousin Eric, and helping mommy and daddy. He played hard and had fun. A lifelong friend, Teresa, helped us on occasion by providing daycare for the kids. She remembered, when Matthew was a preschooler, he was a very appealing little guy. He always enjoyed playing with the other kids. He always had a sparkle in his eye and often let go with a grin that frequently seemed just under the surface. That was fun. With cousins and friends, Matt loved digging huge holes and tunnels, not too smart, in our back hillside. After he died, I found one of Matthew's Hot Wheels cars in a hole, left many years ago when he played there as a child. One winter outside Grandpa Zelensky's home, Matthew and his cousin Corey were making snowballs with rocks rolled inside and throwing them at cars. One recipient of a snowball stopped and knocked on Grandpa Z's door. Of course, the boys were hiding in the bushes. Ted assured the man that he would take care of it. He shut the door and started laughing. Corey and Matthew thought they were in big trouble, but Grandpa Z only laughed and said not to do it again. Matt's cousin Eric recalled playing hide the button at Grandma and Pa's house. What a terrible game, but I remember having a lot of fun playing it, said Eric with a grin. He also remembered teasing Mark, Matt's spiky hair, hiking or sledding up in the hills, Matt's baseball collection, and their mutual love of baseball. Mark McGuire, Jose Canseco, and the Oakland Athletics. Eric added, I recall Matt's sort of gruff exterior tough guy, football, hockey player guy attitude. But actually, he was a softy with a big heart. It was like he always had a smile in there, but he just did not show it to everyone. He was sort of a mama's boy, in a good way. I recall him being very happy, good-natured, slightly mischievous, and I always enjoyed hanging out with him. Matt made friends easily and they became important influences throughout his life. He always wanted his friends to spend time at our home or go on trips with us. Matthew attended St. Joseph's Elementary School from preschool through first grade and then transitioned into public school. He was a great brother to Mark and Tammy, mostly treating the other kids with understanding and kindness. One day, as I drove home from school with three kids in the back seat, suddenly Tammy threw up all over Matthew. I could not stop the car. Poor Matthew. Simply froze in place, arms extended, and sat motionless and speechless until we reached home. When he was in kindergarten, he was pushed through a window and severed the arteries and tendons in both of his wrists. The right wrist was cut down to the bone. It was one of the scariest things I have ever experienced with my children. Luckily, I worked at the school as a physical education teacher, so I was called to his side immediately. 
The principal delivered us quickly to the hospital, where a new orthopedic surgeon examined Matthew and then met with me and told me that Matthew needed immediate surgery to repair the damage in his wrist. Someone called Ron, a teacher at the high school, and he met me in the emergency room. I called my parents, and they joined me at the hospital. Dad took me back to school to make sure Tammy was all right, as she was the one who brought him into the school when the accident happened. I gathered my belongings and headed back to the ER. The surgery took four hours to complete. Ron's tennis team was ready to leave for the state tournament, so I told him to go on with the team. My mother stayed with Tammy and Mark, and my father was with me at the hospital. Matthew could not eat until after the surgery. Late in the evening, he awoke from the anesthesia and said, You said I could have food. So the nurse brought him some jello. Not exactly what he had in mind, but it had to suffice. During the recovery from his injuries,